Hello, you mindful mamas, and welcome back to another episode of the Enlightened Hood Podcast, where I share real motherhood stories and empower the soul of the mother through mindfulness and spirituality. I'm your host, Lena Lemos. On today's episode, I'm connecting with yoga teacher, Reiki practitioner, and certified meditation instructor, Megan Horowitz. And I'm so very excited to share with you for the first time ever on this podcast, Megan is going to lead us through a guided meditation at the end of this episode that's really going to help us connect to our womb space and tune into that divine feminine energy. And I cannot tell you how much I need this as someone who has lived too much in the masculine energy in recent years and is also postpartum, I've had a really hard time tuning back into that divine feminine energy and really connecting to that space. So I did this meditation along with Megan on this episode and I've been doing it for the past few weeks and it has really helped me. And on today's episode, we're talking about the divine feminine energy and how yoga can help us reconnect to our wombs and why when we're disconnected from it all, we're not really living our highest potential. So here's Megan. So tell me about your experience with yoga, because I know you, you teach yoga, you practice yoga, but it changed a lot after you gave birth, right? Yes. So I've always been involved in movement, um, staying physical, staying active, um, mainly with running um, and my master's degree, which is in exercise and sports science. And then when I got pregnant with my first child, I wanted to stay active, but just start connecting a little bit to this new life inside of me and this new life I was starting. Um, So I just started kind of casually going to prenatal yoga and had an incredible instructor. And really, she just taught me so much about tapping in um, and ways to use that through childbirth and then after. Um, And then after I had my son, I had a lot of postpartum anxiety. And I wasn't really sure how to deal with that. It was so new. Um, And I think it's so awesome that it's really being talked about so much more now. And we're more aware of what it can feel like. But it's still, when it happens to you, it still feels very confusing and and you're not even almost aware of what's happening until you're kind of deep in that anxiety-driven world. And so I, um, you know, I didn't want to go the medicine route unless I had to. Um, And so I really just dove into yoga. I just remember those feelings that I had in prenatal. And for the first time in my life, I also wasn't super active because I took those six to eight weeks after labor. Um, and that really affected me just without those endorphins too. Um, and so I started doing a 30 day meditation, just real simple. Um, I would just repeat a mantra for like five minutes a day. And that just gave me so much more sense of peace and calm. And so I went from that into starting to attend more yoga classes and then got my 200 hour yoga certification and started teaching and just giving back and helping others get to that sense of calm just gave me so much. And it really pulled me out of that, the postpartum anxiety that I was having. Um, and while I was teaching, I started to be pulled towards children's yoga, um, teaching women prenatal yoga. So I got all the different certifications in that. I got my Reiki level two certification. 
And I just found that I really was just feeling this deep yearning to connect more to myself and to other women. And then when I was pregnant with my second son, a little bit more than two years ago, I really started craving like that connection with the divine feminine. And so taking it a little bit further, just kind of started devouring any book or podcast or information I could about the divine feminine and stumbled upon womb wellness work. And it's so interesting because I was listening to your other podcast where you said, I don't think I've said the word womb so many times. Mm -hmm. I feel the same way. Like, I don't think I had said it. And then once I discovered this work and this spiritual journey, it's almost every other word. I'm like, well, how is your womb? What what is your connection to your womb? And I'm like, when did I start saying this so much? Um, But once I really started diving into these trainings and realizing that when I'm connected to that feminine energy center, like what I consider my womb, I feel awake and aligned and in balance and the things that I wasn't feeling after I had my first son and noticing that at different times in my life, when I wasn't feeling in sync, it was always when I wasn't feeling connected to my womb space. And so really started like tapping into that with my teachings, um, with the workshops that I've been offering. And it's just really incredible through myself and through everyone that I've been working with. We just feel more like ourselves, like we're better friends, better sisters, better daughters, better mothers. When you're really working from that womb space, everything just kind of falls into place. And I've been just loving the way that my teaching has been evolving with it. Yeah. I love that you said that because I was thinking about that conversation and then I was thinking about our conversation and I was just thinking about how ironic it is that we as mothers the womb was such an integral part of us becoming mothers, but that we're so disconnected from it. Yes, absolutely. And I don't think I even realized how much I was yearning for that connection until I was brought aware of, of how much it's a part of everything from, you know, being a preteen and, you know, like your first menstrual cycle is, has society wise become this like negative thing. And then we have the cramps and the, oh, I'm, I'm mad because of it. And I'm emotional because of it and tired and not realizing that that syncs up with the moon and then our fertility and, and just the way we live and are creative and at different points of the month based on all these cycles that when we're not connected to it, we're not really tapping into that deep potential that we have. And when we live connected to our womb and connected to those cycles of the moon and the earth, we're, we're more able to be productive and be successful. It's hard that we've forgotten that because mm-hmm. how, how much more with our bodies and our intuition and our soul would be just so much more in sync if we realize just how much we as women have to be in tune with the energies of the world. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about movement and yoga and how that benefits us as women and our wombs and what type of movements we, w- we should be doing for optimal womb health and optimal connection to our wombs. Yes. So it's interesting because I trained in a you know, 200-hour yoga alliance certified, that kind of rigid alignment-focused yoga, which is incredible. And there's so many benefits from poses for fertility and healing after miscarriage and 
and working with perimenopause and, and menopausal women with alignment focused yoga. But what I found the most beneficial is when you can kind of focus on this feminine flow. So it's less rigid, less alignment focused, more circular and spiritual movements. So we kind of move with our own natural flow of life. So I tend to focus on releasing stuck energy. And so it's less of that inhale and move, exhale and and switch positions. It's more of just tuning in, moving in our innate circular ways and just finding where that energy is. And that takes time. So, you know, the first couple classes working with womb yoga is really just tuning in and noticing that womb pelvic bowl that we have and just moving from that. And so it might just be small circular movements, moving from left to right, keeping those hands on the hips, really feeling where that energy is and just starting to feel that energy moving throughout our body. And it that stuck energy needs expression. So through these fluid movements, we're really letting it move through us and out of us. And so that just natural flow, I found so much expression from, which can be interesting because it can be a little bit more self-conscious. And so I think that's why the first couple classes, it's really just about tapping in and, and getting back into that natural rhythm that we don't express as much. It's, it's like we kind of used to being told which way to move and told how to move our bodies and told how to feel. And so we really just want to get back into that power source. And so the ultimate goal of yoga is just to become so comfortable with our own bodies and really get back into trusting that we can open ourselves into our fullest potential. Because when we are connected, we're just barely tapping the surface. So through that natural movement, we're opening it, we're loving it, we're accepting it. And through that, we can heal things that need to be worked on. We can connect to things that we haven't connected with in a long time. And so it's, it's a little bit more fluid than regular yoga. Yeah, I appreciate. Well, I was going to add that you said that we're so used to telling or we're so used to someone else telling us what to do. Mm -hmm. That's so true, especially with yoga. I think me personally, when I was first starting out and now, especially postpartum, I just feel so awkward and uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and just I need someone to be like, this is how you should move your body. And I don't think I've given myself enough trust to be like, you can do it yourself, you know? And it's yes. so hard to remember that we have so much control and connection with our own bodies. And I think it's important to remember that and to find movement that helps us realign all that. Yes, absolutely. And a lot of in the womb yoga is just sending information from our womb, from our pelvis, back up to our brain, just reconnecting those points together because we're so much more aware of, oh, you know, when I start a class, I sometimes I like to ask, you know, is there anything you guys want to work on today? And I get a lot of lower back, hips, shoulders, you know, people sit at desks. And so those are key areas that we want to draw attention to. We want to send our breath to. No one ever says, womb. No, no one says, you know, I want to work on my heart chakra today. Um, and so, you know, just refocusing and, and noticing what it feels like when we do have that stagnant energy there. And that, that awareness takes time because, you know, as we've talked about, it's just, we're not aware of it right now. Mm-hmm. Do you find that a lot of that 
um, stagnant energy is oftentimes the cause of all, a lot of those other common issues that we all have? Yes, I do. And it's incredible because I, when I talk about womb yoga, I, there's two different fields of thought that it's either this very physical way. So you're either going to come to womb yoga because maybe you have bad menstrual cramps or you are trying to get pregnant or are pregnant or healing from postpartum and you want the physical aspects of it. Or on the other hand, you are feeling maybe a little bit emotionally closed off or anxious or things like that. And because, you know, everything in our body is so connected, they're always the same. Like if I'm feeling incredibly, like if I know if my shoulders are hurting, it's because I am anxious and I'm not even noticing it, but I'm really holding that tension in my shoulders or in my upper neck. And so when we're suffering from issues like cramps or lower back pain, working through it with womb work and womb yoga and sending that breath there, it's, it's just a full circle of healing physically, emotionally, spiritually. And so a lot of issues we can work with um, that all come from the center of our bodies. I've tried my hardest when I'm not, not able to do yoga a certain day or I'm feel like I'm rushed and not having time to fully sit down and meditate that just breathing and feeling it go all the way as deep as possible is the most beneficial thing I could do for myself. Yes. And it, it doesn't need to be this intense practice. Like you don't need to be in a, a silent space with your crystals and, and your mat and alone and have the childcare and all those things, which when I can do that, it's so beneficial. But sometimes it's, especially as mothers, it's just not always possible to get that deep practice in. So if we can find moments throughout the day, just to tune back into those deep breaths, tune back into our womb space and just notice if we're connected, notice if we're reacting or if we're choosing our behavior, um, those little moments are, are so helpful. Yeah. And what do you find? So these women who come and they're working their way into this new way of yoga and this new way of moving? What is their response once they get the hang of it and kind of see the benefits of it? It's incredible. It's, I think, this sense of power that you find and confidence in yourself. And it's interesting because it, re it reveals so many layers. And so I get a lot of so to, to answer your question, I'm, I'm first going to say that sometimes I think it's important to talk about this small assumption that womb work is only for a specific type of woman. Um, like, oh, it's only for, you know, I haven't had kids in a while or I aren't having kids yet or um, I don't have time right now to deal with that. But womb work is so good for any woman. It's, it's not even necessary to have a womb to practice womb wellness. Like through womb, we mean that not just that physical space, but our essence, our history, our future experiences of being a woman. And so it's really for any woman at any stage in her life. And so when you can tap in and you can bring that awareness and really start working with this type of yoga, that support to your health, your well-being, women are more creative, they're more spiritually conscious, um, they're feeling more positive sexual energy. When you're able to release things that you're holding on to, it, it just creates this positive effect mm -hmm. that ripples throughout everything. Um, 
and it's interesting because we're in this age of this rise of the divine feminine. Um, women everywhere feeling this really deep pull. Like statistically speaking, right now, women make up more than forty-seven percent of the U.S. workforce, which is incredible. Um, you know, everyone is really standing in their own power and demanding equal pay, equal respect, equal attention to the things that they're doing, and. All of these measurements are just tangible evidence of the rise of the female voice. So when all these women, when they work on it, when they do the workshops, when they put the time in, that energy and courage that they feel, it's just incredible to see that, that transformation. It, it's, it's really inspiring. I can only imagine because I've done a lot of self-reflection through this podcast and through talking to women like yourself. And I've realized how much of that has been suppressed. Because we're just taught to not put ourselves out there. And that means all aspects of ourselves, whether it's our feminine energy or our masculine energy or our sexuality and just kind of keeping everything perfect and pristine and don't go too far beyond any boundaries. And when you realize all the amazing benefits of being your true self and, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Really feeling all the energy of your body and having that being aligned is just truly remarkable. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And in motherhood, it's so important. I think that there's for every book that's going to help you, there's a book that's going to say that the opposite is better. Mm -hmm. It can be really overwhelming. Um, and I felt I, we were, my husband and I were kind of the first of our friend group to have kids. And so like, we just, I just felt like there's so much information, but none of it was coming from this personal level. And I just needed to trust myself and what I believed and just like this innate power that we have as mothers and we know what to do. And, and those kids are given to us by the universe for a reason, because we like what we do as parents is right for them as children, but it's hard because there's just so much going on in social media and all these things that, that can be the opposite of what you need to hear as a mom. And so when we can connect to ourselves and that sense of power and confidence, it just changes everything. Mm-hmm. Yes. I have goosebumps from you saying that because I think that was, I mean, a huge reason for this podcast was just, there weren't women in my life who were talking about those fundamental core things of motherhood and and womanhood. It was just so mm -hmm. much of the surface of materialism and I'm like but what about the innate things we know about our soul and our energy and no one was talking about it and I completely completely agree with you that there's these innate things that we know as women and if we ignore them then watch out because we might be in for some trouble but if we tap yeah. into them and step into that just how how our life can completely change and how our role as a mother and a woman and a wife and a friend and every aspect of our life completely changes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it just snowballs into positively influencing everything. When, when you as a woman, as a mother work on yourself it, and it really doesn't just affect your kids, it affects your husband and it affects the people he works with and he sees and that you see. And it just snowballs into everything from work to family 
to the country, to the world. I mean, it's just, it's really incredible. And I think this rise of women and moms kind of banding together and saying like, no, like we got this, we can do this and we can do it without being explicitly told what to do. Like we can trust ourselves and it's, it's really awesome. Yeah. And it just boggles my mind that all of this energy comes from the most natural thing, our wombs. Yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We go on this huge searching journey when it's all already inside of us. Yes, absolutely. Like you don't need to go on. I mean, I would love to go on a six month sabbatical of you know, searching and finding myself, but you can find yourself right in your own home, like right working just within yourself. It's so true because once you strip away just those layers we've put on our womb, and that's a huge part of the beginning of working on your womb also is just, you know, removing those layers just to reveal what's always been there. We have these layers of coping mechanisms that have worked for us that aren't working anymore, hiding behind our fears, tension, Um, Any trauma we've experienced, mistrust or fear, you know, removing that, removing that stagnant energy and just finding what's there, finding ways to remember our worthiness, it reconnects us to our passion or purpose. And it really just connects us with our true self. It's, and it's, it's there. We just have to work through it and find it. Yeah. And then how powerful is it for all these women to be in the same room, to be going through this work and unpacking all of this at the same time? Yes, it is incredible. The energy in that room is mind boggling. I mean, it's so inspirational because, and especially it's so wonderful. It's women of all ages, women in all stages of life. So we have all sorts of experiences and emotions and just holding space for that and being able to witness those transformations is not only powerful for me, but for every person who attends the workshop, they get to see everyone working through this and see the, you know, those layers being stripped away. And it's, it's wonderful. And I'm so lucky that I work um, where I'm doing these workshops is at a wellness center here in English town, New Jersey. And uh, Valisha, the owner, has created this community and the women that have bonded together and just share and create and are open with each other. And we're all able to learn from each other. It's, it's really an incredible place to be. And it stays with you. Like when we leave workshops and Reiki shares and classes, it's just like, sending that energy out in past New Jersey and past, you know, our little town and our little centers. Like it's, you can just feel it. It's so, so incredible. So how has this energy and empowering all these other women, how has it empowered you as a woman? Oh, wow. Um, You know, it's interesting because I haven't really thought about it like that, but I think the most impact it's had on me is just that, In order, I think that in order to be involved in this kind of work, you have to just constantly keep evolving on your own spirituality and evolving on your own womb work. And so every time I see a woman going through these changes and going through this work, it just fuels me with this yearning to just keep going and keep sharing 
and keep peeling off my own layers. Because as you work with anyone in your life, you're constantly confronted with the universe showing you more ways that you can evolve and more ways that you can change. And so it's just a constant circular work that I do. And so it's been really awesome and a constant change. Like <laughs> my husband's probably like my almost like my guinea pig of, of my work. And so I'm just constantly like, you're not going to believe this. Like, listen to this like life altering thing that I just read. And now I'm going to incorporate into this work. And it's so fun because, you know, it all happens quickly. And so um, when you go on a spiritual journey, I think sometimes there can be resistance um, because you're changing patterns and, and you're changing the way you've lived before. And sometimes there are factors in your life that aren't going to coincide with this new kind of journey that you're on. And I've been really blessed that my husband has just like packed up and gone along for the ride. Like, you know, we're just going for it. And that has been really helpful too. Um, and, and meeting all these women and just the, you know, bringing them into our lives and learning from them. It just, it really does change you. And it just makes you such a, such a more aware person. Has it changed your relationship with the mother figures in your life? I think that absolutely. And I think the the main way is just that awareness. And even as you become a mother yourself or, or become a wife, recognizing that the, the mother in your life or the mother figures in your life, they're women. They're not just that mom of, of your teenage self that you had these like angsty, angsty problems with, or these feelings that you're holding on to, um, you know, they're women, they, and not only is it the women in your life, but the grandmothers in your life, your ancestral line of the way women in your family hold on to things and let go of things and, and the way we live and feel it's so related. And it's, you know, it's, it's the most meme of I'm turning into my mom. Like how many times have like you heard, like, as we age, we're like, Oh, we're becoming our mothers. And it's because, you know, we have these lines that these patterns that are ingrained in us. And sometimes it's a wonderful thing. And, and sometimes it's things that we need to heal and we need to say, like this stops with us. Like we are going to heal this line and we're going to change things and we're going to make it different for our children. Um, and my mom and I have kind of been on this journey too. I was raised very Catholic, um, which is interesting because when I started doing this work and I started finding my way through working with that, this spirituality and this type of yoga and meditation, I wasn't sure how it was going to be received because Catholicism can kind of have have a little bit of a negative view on on other things. Um, and I've had a positive experience with, with that religion, but I, I wasn't sure how they were going to feel. And it was so wonderful because my mom has been so open and so curious. And there's so many ties, you know, spirituality is, is so similar across the board. And we all just really fundamentally believe in the same things. We can just get out of our own way to recognize it. And, and my mom's really been a, a champion of this journey for me. So it's, it's been really great. And it's just made me so much more aware of her as a person and, and her life and her story that led her to be the mother she was and has helped me be the mother that I am. Um, and so looking at it from that perspective has been really helpful. Mm. 
That's amazing. And I think that's so important. And I've found that too, that now when you're looking forward to your children and being a mother, that it, it always causes you to look back on yes. the figures as well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and it's good to do it in a healthy, safe space and in a way of, it's a freeing. It's like, let's peel this away. Let's, let's let this go and keep what, keep what works, keep what's good, keep what taught us the right things. And then just be aware of what we would do differently, what we would change. Like just let it start over with us. Yeah. Cause that ancestral energy, that ancestral feminine energy is no joke. Yes. <laughs> it is powerful. <laughs> and it is, it, it is just, it's incredible because, you know, when we were in our mother's womb, when she was carrying us, we were carrying our eggs. When she was in her grandmother's womb, she was already carrying us. It's, it's just, it just goes back further and further and further. And, and, you know, especially, um, like I'm from a very small town in West Virginia. So my, my grandmother's family immigrated here from Poland. And so, you know, there wasn't that financial security of even that awareness of what foods to eat and healthy ways of living. It's all about just like surviving and just getting into that better place. And so when it travels, when you hold on to those, those fears and that mistrust, it it just gets passed down. And when you're in, you know, this century and and really, you know, we turn that into different ways of coping and, and different ways of reacting to completely different problems that our grandmothers had, but we, you know, those, those reactions are ingrained in us. Mm-hmm. And so it's just, we just keep carrying it on. Yeah. It's yeah. It's very powerful. And we don't, unless you're aware of it and you've done self-awareness work, it, it you can, it just can happen every single day without you even realizing it. Yes. And I think that's honestly the hardest thing is you know, you can know what to do. You can know that you have these reactions, these issues, these things you want to work on. But it's just, if you're not aware of when you're doing it and just being aware and putting the time in, it's like just that first step is the hardest because you just have to be aware of when you're, when you're reacting from a non-connected space and what that feels like and what that looks like in your life. And so the more you meditate, the more you connect to yourself, connect to your womb, then you can notice when you're working out of alignment. But in the beginning, it's just hard because we kind of sometimes can have that. This is just the way I am. This is just the way it's going to be. And it's not like that. Like we can be any mother, any woman, any, any person that we want. We just have to choose to let go of what we don't need anymore and take with us what's good for us. Yeah. And that's where you come in. (laughs) (laughs) Unpack all of that and stay in alignment. Mm -hmm. So we're going to do something on this podcast for the first time ever, which I'm so excited about. And I need so much today. (laughs) Yes. This is perfect. Yes. Which is a guided meditation. So if you're driving right now, do not, (laughs) do not attempt to do this. (laughs) with your eyes open but I think that 
the divine feminine is just such an important, powerful thing that we as women just all need a little bit more of. And I, like you said, I continue to see women just stepping into that power and supporting other women and finding their truth and getting aligned and having these spiritual awakenings. And it's just such a beautiful thing, but I think there's still so much work to be done. Yes. And it starts just with a simple meditation or just a simple awareness, just that, that simple choice. That's, that's where it starts for all of us. Do you recommend any crystals having for this meditation? Yes. If you have, um, so for the workshops, I give each woman a moonstone. So moonstone connects you to your feminine and inner goddess. It really helps unlock the energy of the moon that resides within us. So it keeps us in that balanced state. It can also act as a guide to help us do what's necessary to become more balanced and more healthy and more in sync. So if you have a moonstone, um, what you would want to do is, is just hold on to that. Let it rest gently in your hands. And we're going to send all of our intentions into that stone. And then when you work with your womb, when you work with these types of meditation, the stone will hold on to those feelings and those energies. And we can use that to power us through this journey. And if not, you know, any stone that you like, um, a rose quartz or a pink opal, any stone that represents heart opening, love, acceptance, because those that's what we really want to tap into right now. I'm going to grab one of my 4,000 rose quartz. <laughs> and it's so funny. Like, see, I'm like that with, with amethyst. I just cannot stop. <laughs> I have a lot of those too. <laughs> and it's so funny because... My husband said one time, like, what, when is it, when is there enough crystals? I was like, I don't think that you understand. There is never enough crystals. <laughs> you can never have enough. Never, ever, ever. <laughs> my moon is actually upstairs in my bedroom because I have it where that's where the moon, when the full moon hits, it's right on my, by my bed. So. Oh, perfect. Yeah. So I've got my rose quartz. All right. Um, so we're going to start, just try to get in the most comfortable position that you can. If you'd like to be lying down or sitting on a bolster or your mat, and just start to relax. Let your breathing come naturally for a moment. Just let those inhales and exhales start flowing. Maybe taking a few moments just to reflect on what brought you here. Where are you on your wellness journey? Where are you in this womb wellness work? And then holding on to our crystal, just started sending an intention into that stone. How can we benefit from this work? We sit in the collective womb circle to do our own personal work. We heal our minds, our hearts, and our womb body, our sacred selves. We gather from all walks of life to heal ourselves and each other, to form circles of love, trust, support, and non-judgment. Letting your crystal rest into your lap if you're holding it, bringing our hands into a yoni mudra, 
which will help us to completely detach from the chaos of the outer world and to quiet our mind, drawing our focus inward. Bring the palms together with the fingers and thumbs straight and thumbs pointing gently toward the sky. Turn your pinky, ring, and middle finger inwards so that the back of the fingers touch each other. Just sitting with this posture for a moment. Feel the power in this mudra. And starting to deepen our breath, inhaling through our nose, and first drawing that breath down to our heart, holding it for a moment, and then exhale, let it go. Once more, inhale through your nose to your heart, lightening as you exhale, letting go, letting go of anything we're holding on to, anything that no longer serves us. And then deepening our breath, sending it all the way down to our belly, letting our bellies rise with new clean air, softening as we exhale. Once more, deep inhale through our nose, all the way down to our bellies. Exhale, let it go. And on our next inhale, bringing our breath and our focus down to our womb space, down to that point between our hip bones, our pelvic bowl. And as we exhale, just imagine drawing out, emptying that bowl. And with each inhale, we send our breaths. Just imagine that breath working through our bowl, working through our womb. And exhale, drawing out anything that's there. Drawing out that energy, drawing out those feelings, that space. Feeling ourselves lightening and releasing. With each breath, we're renewing our wounds, we're lightening our hearts, and we're healing our minds. Continuing with those deep breaths, beginning to send our wombs the color of serenity. We carry our energy, our stress, our past, and our wombs and our hearts and in our minds. We want to visualize this rich, deep blue color. Deep blue is the ocean, that serenity color. And as we inhale, visualize that blue of the ocean filling your womb with serenity. And as you exhale, it washes out all of that stress.
each breath, we continue to visualize that deep blue color, that serenity feeling our center. Well, on our next inhale, that blue light becomes white. And we're visualizing a white light all around our womb, filling our womb space, filling that pelvic bowl with this brilliant white light. And as we exhale, that light just slowly filters out through the rest of our body. And with each inhale, that white light gets brighter, bolder. And as we exhale, it presses through the rest of us, moving through our belly, moving through our chest, moving to our shoulders, out to our arms, out to our fingertips, through our legs, down through our feet, out through our toes. Imagine that white light just filling out from our womb, out through our bodies, out through the space that we're in. Just bringing that focus back to our breath. Maybe starting to let our breath come a little bit more naturally. Letting our awareness begin to float around in our rooms. Noticing where we are in this moment and in this space. Maybe gently beginning to wiggle our fingertips and our toes. When you're ready, just slowly drawing your eyes down towards the ground, letting them drift open naturally. This meditation is something that's really helpful to do, I feel, at the end of the day, right before bed. Because those visuals of just removing what we're holding on to, releasing what's, what's stagnant in our womb, anything that's happened that day, anything we're still holding on to, we're just letting it go. We're just pushing it out, releasing it out. So we can go to bed, we can start fresh the next day. Thank you for listening to the Enlightened Podcast, a movement that empowers mindful motherhood and celebrates every journey. 
If you would like to be part of our community of amazing and soulful women, find us on Instagram at Enlightenhood. For real motherhood stories and inspirational articles, you can check us out online at Enlightenhood.com. And as always, don't forget to subscribe, review, and share this podcast. Until next time, you mindful mamas. Thank you.